Black Ass Podcast. Bono. 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 What you doing over here, Jive Turkey? Bono. Bono. Man, get your hand out my pocket. Bono. 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 With Adia Robinson. <laughs> That's a new intro, y'all. That's it. <laughs> Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. I'm Hadia Robinson. Uh, I literally just made that up on the fly. Some of y'all think like, yo, that was hard. Some of y'all like, that sounds like y'all just made that up. <laughs> um, Thank y'all so much for tuning in, subscribing, and logging on. Um, Thanks to everybody that came over from What Is This Podcast. Thanks to everybody that's now following Black Ass Podcast on Twitter. If you aren't already, please go to Black Ass Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe, like, and then, you know, we're going to keep this party rolling. Um, Episode two, guys. I'm going to try not to count this time. I feel like I did that with the last podcast, and then I was skipping weeks, and it was like uh, my count was off. So (laughs) welcome back, everybody. Um. Like most of y'all, I watched the debate. And then I know some of y'all just didn't watch the debate. And I want to say kudos to you. I feel like you saved some brain cells. I feel like you saved some um, some anger issues. And just, and just overall, you know, that bubbly feeling in your stomach where you feel like I, you, you don't know if you got a shit or fart or throw. It was just... It's disgusting. It's really disgusting. And then, because when you think like, yo, how is this orange Starburst? Well, no, no, wait. Okay, because I, I gave him too many props. Orange Starburst are actually good. How is this orange hard candy mint? You know them hard candies that your grandmama have at her house in a bowl? And you like, you just see them and they're so beautiful. And then you pick up an orange one and it's actually a mint. And you look at your grandmama like, really, bitch? You couldn't tell me this was a nasty ass mint. How everything else tastes like it's supposed to taste. But this orange one, no, not even a mint. It tastes like licorice. And you're like, bitch, who the fuck? Why the cherry tastes like cherry? And the damn lemon tastes like lemon. But this orange tastes like a fucking licorice. You think I want licorice? I'm seven years old. I should scratch the... And you want to punch your grandma in the face, but you can't because, you know, she keep a gun right next to her on the sofa. So you're like, all right, grandma, <laughs> you got it this time. All right. <laughs> but next time you ask me to scratch your scalp, grandma, I'm going to scratch that shit till the blood run. Okay? So be ready. Revenge is coming, grandma. That's what Donald Trump is. He's that orange licorice that you didn't know was licorice. Right? And you just sitting there like, you're not even supposed to be here. Who let you in here? Why are you here ruining this enjoyment? Why are you ruining this whole enjoyable process, right? Why are you adding stress and disgust and distaste and overall nastiness to... Anyway, so watch the debate. And I'm listen, if I've never been more clear in my life that Donald Trump is on some type of drug. I feel like cocaine is probably like, that's so like 1950s for him, right? He ain't on cocaine no more. He's well past cocaine. He's on that next, next shit. I feel like he's on whatever new drug is being created. That's the shit that he's on. Because 
here's the thing. I don't even think he's on drugs. Donald Trump is the quintessential entitled white boy, right? His whole, I didn't say that. What? I would never say that. He just says shit. Like, we're, we'll listen to the tapes. We will see the video of him. And he'll be like, I, I didn't say that. I have extreme respect for women. Women respect me. Bro, what do you, t- we just heard you on a bus talking about grabbing pussy. And all of a sudden now it's like, I would never do that. Women love me. I love women. I donate to kids. I have a children's hospital. Everything's great. I'm great. You guys just need to. It's almost like you sitting there for a quick second like, wait, am I? maybe he didn't no the motherfucker said it and it doesn't help that the assholes around him are caping for him so hard like no donald trump would never obviously he would so the thing about the the debate i think that came out of the debate is that there are still undecided voters which to me is like you're still you're still undecided you're, you're, you really just kind of don't know. These emails that she deleted is just so, you just can't get past these emails that she deleted. Here's my thing about the deleted emails and this whole call to, I need, I, we need to know what's in them emails. No, the fuck we don't. I don't need some random ass fuck boy sitting in his basement that never had a job before reading actual emails that that deal with national security. Do we really want Joe fucking Schmo, some goofball, some dude that can barely read, some dude that can't even distinguish between there, there, and there? We want him reading emails about goddamn Benghazi and Putin and, and who this person is. Half, half of these people that's begging to read these emails don't even know the names of the people listed in the emails. Half of these people begging to read these emails can't even read themselves. Don't even have an email address. Gotta go to the library to get on the computer. Are y'all kidding me right now? There were 30,000 emails that was deleted and we need to know. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't at all. We actually don't. We absolutely don't. And how do, how do we know? We don't know. But guess what? We ain't supposed to know. Because if we were supposed to know, we would be working in Washington. Now, I'm not sitting here trying to be the delusional citizen thinking that everything that the politicians do and say is right and they're always acting in our best interest. I absolutely don't believe that. But what I do believe, I do believe that regular people, regular ass bus drivers and shit like that, and garbage men don't need to be reading these emails for what first of all if you got enough time to sit around and read through 30,000 emails you got too much fucking time on your hand you need to be spending that time reading books getting educated possibly taking a night class possibly doing some kind of skill trade you need to be trying to better your life so that you cannot have time to read through 30,000 of somebody else's emails Here's the other thing about the emails, okay? They're like, how do we know? Blah, 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 blah. Listen, I'm a regular, for the most part, regular person, right? I can, I had at one point 12,000 unread emails. 12,000 unread emails. You know how I got rid of those 12,000 unread emails? I just deleted. I just set a certain date and I deleted everything before that date. You just delete them. You know how many emails you can 
potentially get from Old Navy and Macy's and goddamn, and Lord forbid you look at porn. Oh, my God, right? Not that I look at porn. I, I got a lot of porn emails. I actually don't have a lot of porn emails. I mean, I have a porn <laughs> What I'm saying is, a regular person can easily amass 10,000 emails. So now you're talking about the Secretary of State of the United States of the fuck America. And you think this bitch can't easily get 30,000 emails of absolutely nothing? It is absolutely plausible that she can have 30,000 emails of so-and-so's having a christening would really love the secretary of state to be there like what the fuck you know how many emails she probably get from elizabeth arden and 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 goddamn essence <laughs> just and white women daily you know how many emails hillary clinton could possibly amass in the time that in the four whole ass years that she was secretary of state and y'all motherfuckers out out here acting like she, she just all those emails was something specific and dealing with shut set your ass down fucking goofball ass mama in texas sit down bitch go look after your kids go get involved in something go knit something bitch you don't need to be reading these emails you don't no sir with your dumb ass still doing fucking um janitorial work at the high school you don't need no i don't give a fuck how many movies you done watched about um <laughs> watergate you don't need to read these emails you're not smart enough you don't know what the fuck is happening in these emails you are not there you don't have any backstory for these emails shut your stupid ass up all these people asking for Hillary Clinton emails, go ask Donald Trump for his tax return, bitch. That's going to give you a lot more information about your candidate than reading Hillary Clinton emails with your stupid asses. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... Anyway. So, for the undecided voters... So Ken Bone was a dude in the red sweater with the fat ass face. He looked like one of the extras on Goonies, right? And he gets up and he asks this question about, you know, how to protect the coal workers and energy efficiency and all this shit. And this is how stupid our society is just overall, just as a collective, right? We're talking about finding the president of the United States of America that's going to be making decisions and actually being a diplomat and going to talk to other diplomats and other politicians and other presidents and kings and queens and whatever, whatever, right? And everybody is like, oh, but look at him. He asked a great question. That's how dumbed down this presidential race is this that's how dumb everybody is right now look at his sweater he has a red sweater this, is that a cable knit it's a cable knit sweater i love cable knit sweaters and that red that's a power color red look at that guy he's so well put together and he said a complete sentence wow i think that's great ken bone for president and now ken bone out here doing commercials and he's selling waist trainers and teeth whitening and and <clears throat> and cell phone cases that light up are we that dumb are we 
no, seriously. Now, I don't pretend to be somebody who's completely tapped in and I know all and da, 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 a few of the words I have to go and look up in a dictionary because I'll be like, ooh, I didn't have that word when I was in college, right? I don't have no problem with that. I can, I definitely understand and acknowledge my shortcomings when it comes to understanding and knowing this whole political process. But the idea that we are so, we can be easily sidetracked from a dude making a complete sentence in a red sweater? What the fuck is happening? I can't do it with y'all. Shout out to Ken Bone. He out here doing all kind of commercials. He probably <laughs> hosting parties at the 4040 Club. I just... Woo. Uh, yep, our potential president is grabbing women by the pussy, ladies and gentlemen. Just grab them by the pussy. They love it. Just grab them by the pussy. I just kiss them. I just kiss. I, I don't even wait. <laughs> like... Uh, you know that sexual assault, sir. Um, you grab someone by the pussy and then kiss them in the mouth and, and just don't even wait. Yeah, that's kind of some rape shit. That's what creeps do. That's absolutely what pervs do. And they're like, no, it's just locker room. Locker room in the First of all, let's not pretend that Donald Trump been in anybody locker room. He don't play sports. Ain't never played a sport. Probably ain't. If you threw a ball at him, he probably would. He would. He would scream, and the ball was. I I can see Donald Trump straight getting pummeled at dodgeball. Like Donald Trump is the type of person that he's the reason why there's no more dodgeball in elementary school. Remember when you played dodgeball and you got out there and you picked the ball and a bow, and then you got hit and other people got hit, but you at least had the courage to be out there slinging the ball and you got somebody. You got somebody before they got you, right? Donald Trump was the kid out there in the short shorts because by the time he was in high school, I mean, in junior high and elementary school, them shorts was littles. Littles with an S. Littles. Them shorts was littles, honey. Yeah. Like, just balls is one whisper from falling out of them shorts, right? That was Donald Trump element. So I can see Donald Trump still with a comb over. Like, he's still a sixth grade with a comb over. So he's got the comb over and, you know, he's cowering somewhere. He's still orange, super orange, like surprisingly orange for a kid. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. Okay. No, no, no. That was before the, the he had embodied the devil. So he wasn't orange then. He's orange. Like he was white, 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 white. Like that scary white, that creepy white, like the white where you he he gotta put a hoodie on before he go out in the sun. Like if he, if the sun rays actually hit his skin, he will just go up in flames. You ever seen you know how you Okay, anyway. Donald Trump never been in a locker room, never played sports, got his ass kicked at dodgeball. So the whole idea of locker room talking. And any woman that hears a man talk like that, you could tell that if Donald Trump didn't have no money, he would not ever get no pussy. Because here's the thing, and I truly believe it. I'm not a man. I don't know all the man shit. But as a woman and you see certain things you hear and see from a man, you'd be like, oh, he got low self-esteem. Come on through. Listen, Donald Trump, I just grab him. I, they, I just kiss him. and That sound like an ugly dude that no, he would never get women if he didn't have money. That's some, that's some old, I'm ugly as fuck, but I got money so I can finally pull some bitches. So I'm pulling some bitches. That's him. I, I challenge anybody to go look in his past. I'm telling you, it's some choked out hookers. It's possibly some dead hookers. 
He done murdered some bitches in his past. I'm telling y'all, no man talks about women the way he talks about women and downgrades them and, and degrades them in that way if they ha- don't, number one, have issues with women, number two, have self-esteem issues, and number three, either have a small penis, no dick, micro dick, and he's murdered a chick. I'm just telling you all the ways that I know. I'm just telling you what the spirits told me. What? Yep, the spirit just said he murdered a bitch in about 1973. But, of course, they're going to be like, he was a young man. He just was, he's grown. So, anyway. So, um, I don't know who's running for politi- who's running for president next, but I think the bar is. So, this is how low the bar is for running for president, right? Weirdos, weird, weirdo-ass races with no real political, um, savvy no real no real experience as a politician no real experience in the whole political field of politics i just like yep yeah i'm running for president hey um yeah one time i ran a lemonade stand and i made like 17 dollars. i think i can do great with the economy i'm gonna be a senator what we think this year is bad Wait till the next political cycle. Wait till the next round of people are running for president. Wait until 2020. <laughs> you think shit is bad now. Listen, the rent's too high, dude. He's going to be actually up for president. He's just going to bypass all the other shit. Like, I don't need that experience. I'm going for straight president. Um, My old high school principal is going to be running for president. The dude... The dude that work in your office that got passed over for a bunch of um, promotions, he's going to be running for president. Some babe that ran a, 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 a very successful prostitution ring and now, you know, has an Instagram following of 5,000. She's going to be running for some some single mom who know how to coupon clip good as hell. She's going to be running for pre- this is what this is what's coming up next. Y'all think this shit is bad. This is just the beginning of the shit show. This is like, you know, you ever had diarrhea and like you go you go and you like, man, my stomach's still messed up. And then that second time you go, that's when all of the demons are released out of your stomach. That's what the next. 2020 election i'm calling you i'm calling it right now 2020 election Woo-hoo! baby <laughs> Nick. oh it's gonna be strippers strip club owners dudes that fix cars some reality star that got off drugs i mean it's not it's everything is gonna be uncooped it's not gonna be it's not gonna be oh i never did drugs or i did a little drugs it's gonna be like i'm on drugs right now i am on i am on the drugs i just did the drugs in the back and here's the video so i want y'all to know that i'm just like y'all and and then they just fall off into a heroin knot i'm telling you 2020 is going to be the real shit show i i just called it i'll i will wager that bet with anybody there they are America is going to have to go into a full hard reset. It's not, it's going to not, we're not going back to iOS one, bitch. We know that's, that's somewhere in the 1800s. We're not going nowhere past like uh, 93, but I'm just saying the political process is going to have to be completely reset because I'm calling it. I'm telling y'all right now, watch watch 
Uh, anyway, so, so Donald Trump Jr., um, so for those that are confused, both of them look like psychopaths, but this is the one with the dark hair. He's got the orange skin, but the dark hair, right? He looked just like his daddy. Anyway, um, <clears throat> said in a statement that women who can't handle sexual harassment don't belong in the workforce. Go teach kindergarten. Uh, hey, dumbass. Teaching kindergarten is still working. It's still considered the workforce. What do you, what part of the game? This is this is what I'm talking about. Like, not only is Donald Trump dumb, his whole team, everybody around him is dumb. They are dumb. It's almost like he specifically went and got people who don't know shit about politics, who barely know shit about real life or the world at all right so this whole women who can't handle sexual when did sexual harassment become a part of the workforce how what who decided that if you go to work you supposed to expect to get sexually harassed like you go you open your email somebody come touch your titties then you go through you re, you answer the emails you go into the conference room somebody then comments on you completely from head to toe and talk about how they want to stick their dick in your mouth for the whole conference you know and then you go back to your desk you have a little bit of lunch and then some creepy ass co-worker watches you eat your sandwich and then they moan and groan because the way they love the way you biting into that banana and they love the way you licking the straw before you drink on it right and then you know after you have your lunch you go and then you go into another meeting with somebody completely not even a part of your company but you in there with somebody else that you work with so now that your co-worker and the person from a whole other company just sit around and talk about your titties and how good your pussy probably tastes and then and then you finally get back to your desk you you freshen up your makeup because you got to go to drinks afterwards you know after work with a couple of co-workers but all of that is just them trying to fuck you the whole night and then you finally get home and get ready for another day when when the fuck did that become a part of the, the work day and here's the thing you know women do deal with sexual harassment all of the fucking time all of the fucking time from the moment a woman leaves out of her house all the way through throughout her day she is in some way or form getting sexually harassed so it's not that women aren't dealing with it if women weren't dealing with it they wouldn't leave their fucking house you dumbass but so women are dealing with it but here's the problem and here's the here's the real thing what if men had to deal with sexual harassment what if men had to deal with not even just women, men too? Damn, bro. Mm, I love the way your chest looking in that suit today. Damn, you did some push-ups, you working out? And then fully grabbing their arm and pinching their chest and, grub and you know, rubbing their back. Oh, you so tense today. Oh, I feel the weight. Let me get that for you, right? But it's a lower back where they digging the thumb into that back muscle, but it's right above your ass cheeks. And then maybe the hand just accidentally slipping to your butt crack, right? Is that supposed to be okay? Is that a part of is that supposed to be a part of a man's workday? Or should it be women taking upon themselves to turn and sexually harass men all day? Because I'm gonna tell you something, fellas. As much as y'all love to talk about, oh, I love that, da, 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 y'all wouldn't love it. Y'all wouldn't even know how to handle it. And you know how I know? Because I've been with a group of women who cat called a dude and he straight turned into a bitch. He straight bolt call like curled up. Wait, wait, y'all stop. Wait, uh. And here's the thing. It was a group of me and a few other comedians, female comedians, and one of our friends who is a male comedian came in and 
He had like a t-shirt on. You could we could clearly see he had been working out. So all of us say six women was like, oh, okay, we see you. Look at oh, chest is popping. Oh, I love that t-shirt on you. Oh, that's a good color. You need to wear them jeans more often. When I tell you he was stop. Wait a minute. Oh, stop. Right? But that's different. That's one type of sexual harassment, right? And we laughed it off and whatever, whatever, right? But we could clearly see he was very vocal with, y'all, stop, chill, wait, uh, stop, chill, right? But imagine that every day. Imagine every day you come to work, some woman is over your shoulder. Oh, damn, baby. Oh, oh, you wearing that cologne I like. Let me see. All on your neck and shit. Some woman that you ain't even interested in. And that's the real problem. These men who want to sexually harass women all day, ugly as shit, fat as shit, nasty as shit. Even if they cute, if you ain't interested, you don't want it. You want to go about your whole ass day, right? At a certain point, you're done with it, right? Even if it's from somebody fine. Even if Idris Elba was sexually harassing a woman every day. Yeah, the first couple of days, she'd be like, oh my God, he is so stupid. About the fourth or fifth day, she'd be like, nigga. If you don't get the fuck out of my face and leave me alone, shit. I know I look good, bitch. I was in the mirror for like 45 minutes. I know that. I'm not, I'm done. Leave me alone. So imagine a man having to go to work. And and what if it ain't complimentary sexual harassment? What if it's not some, oh, you look really nice today. Oh, I really love that. Blah, blah, blah. What if it's more of, every time you come in here, I can't see your dick print. Like, I, I don't understand. Why are your pants this loose? No, when you come when you come to work, you need to be really trying to let the the other workers here. You need to let our clients know that we're here to service them in every way. We need to see your dick print. Look, go home. I can't have you in here not have, showing your dick print. Are you gonna do some push-ups? I mean, it look like you gaining weight. I can't have you up in here. You all fat and shit. You fluffy. Don't nobody anybody interested in this fluffy version of you. You're not making my clear heart. So I I'm not interested. You know what? I, I, I would have gave you the, the, the raise, but, I, you know, people who work in the corner offices really reflect the image that this company is trying to project. What you doing right now? Look, your hair ain't cut. Your facial hair ain't even. You can't. How don't your beard and your mustache connect? You a grown ass man. Oh, you ain't got enough testosterone. He ain't got enough testosterone. That's the problem. You ain't got. Let me see. Is your balls dropped yet? <laughs> His balls ain't dropped yet. Oh, okay. Oh, now you want to cry. Because that's what's going to happen if you got that kind of treatment every day of at the workday. So, so this idea that sexual harassment. You know, let me be just. Mm. <sighs> let me bring all that energy. I mean, and the, th- the thing is, is that. What I'm not even mad that he said it. He he is his father's son. He looked like the type of douchebag ass dude that would even think shit like this. So I'm not surprised. What I'm mad at, what I'm upset at, is that he even is in the position to have the platform to say this dumb shit. That's the re- anyway. <sighs> Donald Trump Jr. Everybody telling women that take the sexual harassment in the face and shut up about it. I'm telling you, they dead hookers. Dead. Ho- dead. Not the hookers that made it out. Dead hookers. <laughs> now, I hope everybody, with all that said, I hope everybody is registered to vote and plans to go and vote. Look. 
just saying, like, I'm not here to be like, oh, Hillary is the best candidate. But look, come on. This is this the fourth quarter right now. This is the fourth quarter in the NBA finals. It's not a game. It's, it's, this is real. Now, when you go to the polling place, when you go to um, actually cast your vote, um, there are certain things that there are certain um, rights that you have as a voter, and there are certain things that the polling people cannot do. Okay, and some of us will be voting in places where you already know it's Trump City, you know, and so they will be trying to intimidate you. And voter intimidation, voter suppression is real. It's happening. It has been happening. So this isn't some like me just throwing something out there that's not factual. It's absolutely fact. So, you know, it's important that you know what your rights are, whatever, as a poller, as a um, voter and what the people can and can't do. So the poll people, the poll watchers, they cannot speak to you or ask you for ID or inter directly interact with you in any way, right? So if you're there, once you get your name and they give you your ballot, you on your own. They can't stand over you as you at your voting station, that little thing where you pull the curtain. They can't be in there with you. They can't be trying to, like, steer you. Oh, you mean Trump and Republican? No, bitch, get out this. You know, unless you ask them for some help, trying to work through whatever hard-ass machine, this old-ass machine they got that Teddy Roosevelt probably voted on because these machines be old in them up. Unless they have one of those old ones that you don't know how to work, they don't have to and they shouldn't be in there with you when you're voting, right? They can't challenge your vote or even speak, um, speak with the election judges or clerks about the election. So... You know, they can't go back and forth with you and trying to, well, what about the emails, right? Bruh, get out of my face. I'm not trying to do that with you right now, right? Um, they can't use a cell phone or wireless communication device in the polling place. They can't have any recorded devices. and they um, Or they can't wear a name tag. So none of this stuff is supposed to be happening. So if you go to your polling place and you see them, like, pulling a cell phone out or they trying to record or shooting some kind of video or whatever, they're not supposed to do that. If you go to vote and that kind of stuff is happening, this is what you need to do, right? Let's say they all on your shoulder while you're in there trying to cash your vote. You can very politely be like, bruh, excuse me, can you, yeah, back up, right? You can say it kindly, or you can be like, bitch, if you don't get off my shoulder, either one, work, because they not supposed to be in there. If this person is persistent, if a person is trying to intimidate you, if a person is trying to go back and forth with you about why you vote like this and you need to think about this and why I don't know why you don't, you don't have a problem with Benghazi or whatever these dumb Republicans are talking about, take out your cell phone and take their picture. And you can even, if you're still having a problem or you're at your voting station voting station, and they're not letting you vote or they're asking you for an ID or they're doing anything that they're not supposed to do, right, intimidating you, anything like that, call the FBI. You can call the FBI and um, the FBI Civil Rights Division staff will be available by phone to take any complaint related to you being getting access to casting your vote or casting your vote or anything that you're going through, call them. 
And the number is exactly 1-800-253-3931. Okay? That's 1-800-253-3931. It's that real. And, I, you know, like I said, I'm thankful that I live in a city that where, you know, that kind of stuff doesn't necessarily happen. Well, let me say, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen in New York, but in Brooklyn, in Bed-Stuy, where I am, nah, it would be a straight-up brawl. It would be it would be going down in there. So people are very respectful at the voting thing. Like, And we're all, this neighborhood and the people where I'm around, we're pretty much voting in the same way, right? We pretty much have in mind who we're going to vote for. I can look at my neighbor and be like, yeah, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I already know, right? So, but if you happen to be like that one black person in Kansas in your little town or whatever, or you that little black family in Iowa, God bless you, number one. But number two, you gotta, you never know what you're gonna run into. Some boys in a pickup truck, you already know how that go down. Yeah. The one, they out blowing off some steam. Yeah, those dudes. Um, that's the last. So you you need to know your rights. So make sure you have your cell phone. Take a picture and forward that picture to somebody before you know. Just in case, just to get it off your phone. Boom, forward it, send it right away. Um, and it's really sad that that's something that we even have to talk about because again, it's 2016. Black people have had their voting rights since what exactly? But here we are, and this is some shit that we actually have to think about and talk about and be aware of. So. You know, just know your rights and do what you can to protect yourself as well as expose whatever bullshit is happening if anybody is trying to um, hinder or step in. What's the word I'm looking for? Is it hinder? Hinder your right to vote. Hinder your right to vote. Anyway. Um, boom. Um, so with that said, I want to give the five... Black ass things you should not do when you take your ass to the polling place. Please don't go in the polling place turned all the way up. Don't go into the polling place trying to have an argument. Don't be in the polling place trying to, number one, don't go in the polling place turned up being loud and ridiculous, okay? Don't nobody need to know who you voting for. Don't nobody need to hear you going all off about why you voting this way. Don't nobody care, okay? If you that black person that want to vote for Trump because you feel like, okay, dude, keep it to yourself, nobody cares, right? Next, don't please don't go to the polling place with your kids. And now you want to have your newborn pulling the lever because you want them to know what voting is like. If you don't get you and that brand new ass baby with the afterbirth still on them out of here, madam. Ain't nobody trying to see you taking all kind. I ain't going to front. I did take me a picture when I voted for Barack. I did. I did. (laughs) I had to. What? The first black president? I had a full ass photo shoot. At the polling place. I was like, hey, hey, get a picture. Okay, right here. Okay, get a picture of me holding the lever. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Get a picture of me back to back with the polling lady. All right, get a picture of me pulling the curtain. All right, get a picture of me peeking out of the curtain. All right, get a picture of me peeking in through the curtain and over my shoulder into the thing. All right, get a picture of me circling the rock. 
All right, get a picture of me holding my pencil by the circle. All right, get a picture of me. Yeah. Yeah. But this ain't that election, okay? I will say there might be some women that's super hype about a woman getting elected, and I'm going to give y'all that. You know, y'all might just be like, oh, yeah, finally a woman. Right? I feel you. Take a couple of pictures. That's cool. I'm just saying <clears throat> it should be a certain amount of etiquette. You know, now I'm past, I'm over my joy of electing the president. I, we, we had Barack, I'm good. You know, we bring a black woman. Oh, <laughs> baby, the turn up is going to be real. When we elect a black woman as president, I don't know if I'm going to be alive. I don't know if I'm going to be alive. I don't know that I'll be alive. But honestly, I didn't think I would be alive to see Barack get elected i i did not believe that i would be alive to see that so maybe hey maybe the black girl magic will take us all the way to the white house but whoo i'm gonna be in that mug what i'm gonna be braiding hair outside the polling place i'm gonna be doing nails we gonna have a double dust jump off at the thing we gonna be full chili we're gonna be doing chinese jump rope (laughs) chinese double dutch we are going to go off honey we're gonna be oiling scalps outside the polling place yes with the straight up um nature's blessing it's going down when a black woman is elected president you know how much sweet potato pie is gonna be going around at the dang on polling place you gotta please you better recognize come on how many Beyonce dance steps and routines people going to be doing at the polling place? Or whoever the new, you know, probably it'll be Blue Ivy. <laughs> Everybody listening to Blue Ivy. <laughs> we going to be bumping that Blue Ivy album when we go out. <laughs> we going to be doing lines from the color purple. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's gonna be so real. So um please don't bring so please don't go in there turned all up and, and making a spectacle of yourself <laughs> in the polling place. Please don't go in there with your kids in the polling place. Don't go in there eating and fucking you know what I'm saying? Don't just don't do the polling when you go to vote, it should be in and out short and sweet you know you talk somebody real quick get the what you call them and get out okay look if you get to the polling place and they don't got no stickers it's okay it's fine they probably ran out of stickers maybe no stickers were delivered to your location yeah that's messed up and you need to let everybody know you voted but just write on a sheet of paper that says i voted pin it to your shirt wherever you would have put that pin and go home okay don't be sitting up in there all day don't it's not cool don't do it right i don't have nothing else so my that's that's it that's my don't (laughs) thing black ass things not to do at the polling place please don't be in there trying to sell dvds all right I get it. It's a lot of people in one location and you feel like this is the optimal time to really push your Hillary Clinton incense that you just made last night. That's really just a new version of black love. I get it. I understand. But please, we don't need it. Don't come in there trying to sell your mixtapes 
at the polling place. We don't want to hear your mixtape. We know it's that hot fire. You've said that a bunch of times. Every time I see you on a train or when I see you downtown, you're talking about how your CD is hot fire, but I'm not interested, and I don't want to hear your diss track to Donald Trump. Don't go in there trying to sell your CDs and your DVDs. We don't want them. We're not interested, okay? Please don't take this opportunity to straight to straight start pulpitting and then you be outside the polling place with like the black Israelites quoting from the Bible, quoting from the Quran about how this is all the end of the world. Guess what? I already feel like it's the end of the world when I went to cast my vote, but here I am anyway, just trying to do my part, trying to trying to represent for the ancestors that went through so much so I can have my right to vote. So I, let me do that. I get it. It's a shit show. I'm not excited about it either, but I'm here. It's going to happen. Let me do it. I don't need to hear Isaiah 439 and you trying to break down everything in this thing and how it relates to Donald Trump. Okay. Please, I'm not. Thank you. Finally, okay, I think, I don't know what number I'm up to. I lost count. But finally, don't not go to goddamn vote, okay? Don't be that person. I don't want to hear this whole it don't matter and my vote don't count. Guess what? It does count because if you don't vote, that means you are essentially voting for the other person. So however you feel about Hillary Clinton, okay, Whatever. If you don't like Trump, then you need to vote for Hillary. What Hillary needs and where your vote really counts is the senators and the local the local politicians in your that's where the real change happened those are the people that take your wants and needs they take them to the next level and then it gets to the president so the idea that it doesn't matter if you vote for the president it right the president only can do so much where your real power is is when you vote for your senators you vote for your mayors you vote for your governors you vote for the people who are directly directly close to you those people who can carry what you want to the next level it's levels to this shit you just because you want reparations doesn't mean barack is gonna hear you and say okay i'm gonna give you reparations but if you vote for people who also say yes we need reparations and then those people collectively come together and go to the president then that is a way to possibly get reparations. i'm saying possibly because you know this shit is real and it is right or boom um i want uh, free health care. I want health care. I want them to reform the health care, blah, 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 blah. Right? Boom. That's something that you take to your senators, and the senators are the ones that go to the House and all this stuff, right? Boom. The representatives, and right, bang, bang, bang. I told you I don't know everything. I just know some of the things about some of the things that know some of the things. Boom. So I say all that to say, don't not go don't sit your ass home and not vote at all because you don't like and you feel like, so what? Right now, it's the lesser of two evils, period, point blank. Is that the way we need to be voting? No. Should this be a part of the process? No. But guess what? This is where we are. So please don't sit your ass at home and not do anything and not be a part of this process. It's real. We need your vote. Go out. Make your voice heard. Go freaking vote. Boom.
I don't know how many numbers and how many I got up to. Y'all can go back and replay it. But I feel like it's don't go in there showing out. Don't bring your kids in there. Um, don't try to pull pit outside the place. Don't be in there trying to have an argument with people and talk about who you voting for. Don't be up in there eating all kind of food and shit. Um, don't bring your mixtape and your CDs. Don't be in there trying to sell movies and, and bootleg shit. And make sure you go out and vote. So those are the five black ass things you need to do for this um, upcoming election. All right, finally. Sorry, this is a little disjointed, but I'm still getting my legs. I'm getting my sea legs. Um, final story is about a doctor who was on a Delta flight leaving out of Detroit. And... Um, someone, a passenger got sick and they held her back from helping him because they didn't believe that she was a doctor. You know that side when you are so tired of dumb shit? I'm so tired of dumb shit. So, and fuck this whole entire Delta Airlines crew. It's bad enough y'all barely have snacks on your flight. It's bad enough y'all don't even have shit to where you can plug your fucking phone up and or if you have it, it ain't even working. It's bad enough that y'all barely got leg room. It's bad enough that sometimes the seat pockets are dirty as hell and still have food and shit in there. It's bad enough that these seats probably haven't been cleaned since the first flight took off in 1928. It's bad enough right it's bad enough that if you happen to be flying standby on delta that you probably ain't gonna get a flight for three whole days it's bad enough all right it's bad enough that you can be on a delta airlines flight and all of a sudden this smoke coming out of the out of the damn vents and you like why the fuck is this plane smoking and we 10 20 000 feet in the air what the hell is going on right it's bad enough it's bad enough that when I ring the overhead, overhead buzzer for somebody to bring me some whatever the hell I need them to bring me, they take all damn day and want to hit me with the, ah, I'll be right back. No, bitch, you was right here, so why don't you get what I want you to get right now while you're standing right well, while you're passing me? It's bad enough that when you ask them for one more of them cheap ass snacks they act like you just asked them for a whole bag of groceries it's bad enough that as far as i'm concerned this little bag of peanuts then got smaller from it's gotten smaller every year since i've been flying back in 2000 like why the hell hell even before that but why the hell is it's peanuts bitch it's peanuts Okay, why is this package got nine peanuts? What am I supposed to do with nine damn peanuts, bitch? I'm a grown ass adults. Adults. What it as? Adults. I'm an adult. It's nine peanuts in this bag, ho. This flight is four hours. Bitch, if you don't get on give me some goddamn. It's bad enough you gotta pay twenty dollars for some food on this whole ass flight. And then the food look like some bullshit you could have brought from your house, but you can't bring it from your house because they gonna keep you on the flight so long that your food is gonna get nasty. You know what? I'm not gonna do this. All I'm saying is it's bad enough, Delta. Okay, it is bad enough. But the idea that there is a doctor on board and this woman is trying to help 
Now, the attendant then already called overhead, overhead asking if it's a physician on the plane. And here this woman go and stand up and y'all hold her back. Why the fuck would she get up if she wasn't a doctor? Let's, let's start there. Why would this woman get up when it's already a call overhead and asking if, is there a doctor in the house? And then she gets up to lend her services. And then y'all like, oh, no, we mean a real doctor. Bitch. First of all, if you don't let my arm go, it's really about to go down on this plane. But what kind of dumbass? So what? She was supposed to get up and what? Like, I ain't no doctor, but I braid hair a lot. Maybe I can help. I ain't no doctor, but I watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm saying maybe I could do something. I could put in a stint or something. I seen that episode when they had to intubate. I could intubate him. Somebody give me a pen. What was she? Why would she get up? What woman, what person is going to get up to help somebody if they don't have the expertise to help? What, y'all thought she was just nosy? Was she Pearl from, from 227? She was just getting up. Ooh, it looked like he about to die, honey. That's some dumbass shit right there. And then, so the the Tamika said, um, basically, she started by saying, just like most black women who work in corporate America or any work environment, she she's sure they understand her frustration. So she's on this flight, right? The person is two rows ahead of her. And then, um... They, the call came, the woman is screaming, her husband is unresponsive and whatever, whatever. So she gets off, she unbuckles her seatbelt and she's about to stand up in the flight attendant says, everyone stay calm. It's just a night terror. He's all right. First of all, bitch, are you a doctor? Because as far as I'm concerned, you the bitch that bring my peanuts and my goddamn Sprite. So, ma'am, you don't know what it is. I'm a doctor. I can tell you what it is. I can read his pulse. I can look at his eye pupils and see if they dilated. Or I can check and see if his pulse is systolic or whatever whatever other terms. Because I watch Grey's Anatomy, too. I be knowing, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I can intubate somebody. But am I going to get up and do it? No, I'm not because I have sense, right? So then a whole couple of minutes pass, right? And then she she wants to get it. So then they call like, oh, is there a physician on board? And then a woman, the, this doctor, this black woman raises her hand and the fucking attendant going to say, oh, no, sweetie, put your hand down. We're looking for actual physician or nurses. We don't have time to talk to you. Bitch. This... So not only do you not believe I'm a doctor, you also think I'm stupid. So I heard you say overhead, is there a physician in the building? And I was and I supposedly raised my hand to ask you what? Um, is it possible I can speak to the if you if you get on the fucking microphone and ask if it's physicians on the plane, and then I raise my hand, either I am a physician or I am a nurse. Those are the only two options. Nobody is going to raise their hand and be like, uh, can I have some water? Who's doing that? And somebody is on a plane dying, right? Oh, no, sweetie. Ooh, sweetie. I don't, woo, that's, that's deserving of a strong gut punch. Ooh, sweetie, put your hand down. We're looking for actual physicians. <laughs> woo. 
Then over her, then um, she then says she overheard they they page any physicians on board please press your button (laughs) so then the woman goes so then the doctor goes to press the button because just like the first time she heard the call and wanted to answer the call because she went through eight years going to medical school and her fellowship and she didn't put in how many hours so yes bitch i'm a doctor and this is my moment to shine back the fuck up and let me get my shine on ho then the woman so she goes to put the push the button again and this bitch gonna say let me see your credentials what type of doctor are you where do you work why are you in detroit right because first of all bitch you just a flight attendant hoe so you stay in your lane why don't you go and get some people some blankets and some pillows bitch why don't you go warm up some towels to hand to people that's stressed out on this plane why don't you go figure out how to put a movie on bitch and stay in your lane because guess what hoe i'm a doctor i know what the fuck i'm doing so i don't need to give you none of my credentials i don't need to give you none of where i work i don't need to tell you none of why i'm flying in detroit or what i'm doing in detroit hoe all i need to be doing is doing what i normally do in my work day and that's save people life ho because as far as i'm concerned this man two seats up from me is dying and your stupid ass sitting here asking me 20 questions like what's next bitch you want to you want me to fill out a match match.com fucking uh profile ho what is all these anyway and i mean shout out to this sister because and from her account she's really being really like diplomatic and and she actually answered her I'm an OBGYN. I work in Houston. I'm in Detroit for a wedding. Believe it or not, they do have doctors in Detroit. Now, excuse me, I have a man that needs my help, right? See, I wouldn't have did all that. I would have went smooth. I would have, let me tell you something. I Everything I just said, I would have said it to her in that moment. And I know that wouldn't have got what I needed done. That wouldn't have helped that man. But in that moment, it would have felt, I now I wouldn't have done it as passionate as I had. But I what I would have said is, you know what's funny? I'm the only one raising my hand right now. So why don't you get busy going to get some cups of coffee for some people and get out of my way so I can do what I do in my everyday life, bitch, and that save lives. So excuse me, madam, okay? Why don't you go in the back and fluff some pillows, ho? I would have threw ho in there. I, I would have had to throw ho in there. So then it's not over, y'all. It's not over. Then another white man approaches and says he's a physician. And then this bitch going the the steward is gonna turn to her and say, Oh, thanks for your help, but he can help. He has his credentials. <laughs> what credentials? What 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 credentials? Did he show some paperwork? Because the woman says the doctor says in her account he ain't show no credentials, but I guess his credentials was his white face and being a man. So I guess he just showed his white face, pulled his dick out, and they was like, right this way, sir, doctor, sir. Then the doctor lady 
Um, I'm sorry. Let me get this woman's name because I'm calling her Dr. Lady. Tamika Cross. Dr. Tamika Cross says the one, the flight attendant home comes back ten, about 10 minutes later and, and still asking for asking her for help. Talk about something. Oh, what, what do we need to do? And then, you know, Tamika Cross, shout out to you, sis, for being the 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 consummate professional, being so um, gracious because, woo, the venom that would have came out of my mouth would have peeled the top seven layers of skin off her face. Do you understand what I'm telling you? I would have went off, off. So now she done let this white man go up there to work on a patient and he still don't have all the answers or whatever. So she's now back in her seat, but still doing work, still getting this man together, still saving his life from her seat. So after it's all said and done, the flight attendant comes back and apologizes and offers her sky miles, but she refused the sky miles and decides, you know, she's like, oh, this is going higher than her, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't know if it was race, age, or gender discrimination, but it's not right. I think it was all everything you just mentioned, sis. I think it was race, age, gender. I think it was all of that because how some older white man just come up out of the back of the plane and then they just let him go up. They ain't asked him not nan question. And obviously he didn't know what he was doing because he up there and the flight attendant still coming back asking a black girl for help. So shout out to Dr. Tamika Cross. Dr. Tamika Cross says, I, I salute you. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. The ancestors would be proud, so proud of you. They they honestly would. Because see, my, the way whoop, Blood pressure, I'd have fuck around and had a heart attack with that man because I'd have been going off. I'd have been going off. First of all, bitch. <laughs> 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 Woo. So I say all that to say as much shit has changed, shit is still the same. Um, but shout out to Tamika Cross. I, you know. I am in awe of your uh, poise in this moment. You were serving real Michelle Obama just now. So uh, kudos to you for that. Um, once again, man, uh, that, that wraps up Black Ass Podcast. Um, shout out to everybody that listened. Please go and subscribe. Once again, once again, once again, please, please, please make sure you go out and vote. Okay? Yeah, you feel like your vote don't count. Okay. Well, if it don't count, go vote anyway. How about that? Okay, what are you losing? If you feel like your vote don't count, then what do you lose if you go and vote anyway? You you have only lost five minutes of your day. That's about all it takes to go to your polling place. Go cash your vote. Just go in there, do it. Okay, we'll talk about it later. You know, if you feel like your vote don't count, I'm sorry for that. Do it for the ancestors. If you don't do it for no other reason, do it for the people who died and got their ass whooped, so you can have the right to vote. Okay, if is that a motivator? Do it so that we don't, you know, just as a society, we don't lose our right to vote. Do it because it's the right thing to do. Do it because you ain't doing shit else nine times out of ten. Just go down there, cash a vote. Do it because you might find somebody sexy down there, and then you might find the love of your life right there at the polling place, okay? Do it because it's on your way probably to go get a snack or something from the store. You might as well go in there real quick, run in there, boom. You might find a long-lost friend. You might find an old family member. You might you might just find your destiny might be waiting at the polling place. That's all I'm saying. So make sure you go out and vote. 
That wraps up Black Ass Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'm Hadia Robinson. Make sure you go to my website, hrcomedy.com. Don't forget December 15th, I'm recording my hour special right here in New York City. So y'all come through. Go. You can join the mailing list. It's right on my uh, website um, where I will be collecting all of the names and sending out information. I'm giving some giving away some tickets. I got some sponsors. It's going to be great. I got some dope-ass giveaways. December 15th, New York City, my one-hour special. Make sure y'all in the building. Um, all right, y'all, I'm out. Peace.